Beyond Synth 374. You're listening to Beyond Synth Radio. Let's do this. Up next, Andy Last has fun chats with awesome synthwave artists. It's time for Beyond Synth. Hey there, how's it going? This is Beyond Synth. I hope you're having a lovely day. I apologize if you can hear crickets, but it is so hot today that it is actually unbearable in my studio and I want to get this episode out. So I'm like, oh, I got to record the intro and the outro. And I had to open a window. Today is like probably hotter than any day we had in August. And it was the first day of school for my kids and Starfield comes out tomorrow. Technically, when this episode posts, it'll already have been out. And I'll be setting up my Twitch stream. So I'm going to Twitch from moment one of playing Starfield. So if you want to go to the Beyond Synth Twitch page, I'm going to be doing that. Anyways, today on the show, I am chatting with Yate. Yate is a cool guy. And uh, besides making awesome music, you would recognize him from a lot of the voices he's done on uh, some of the fake commercials here at Beyond Synth Radio. And uh, yeah, he's a funny guy. He just gets it. So whenever I uh, ask him to send me over a funny voiceover, he just gets it. And uh, that's always nice when people get it. So look, it's so hot, I don't even want to be recording anymore. I just have to say one thing today, a very special thank you to Jonathan Harden, who upgraded his support. Thank you, Jonathan Harden, for being a cool guy. And if you want to support the show like Jonathan, you can go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or go to beyondsynth.com and click on the PayPal button. I just realized the guy who built my website, I feel like he works at Burning Man every year. Mike, Mike, I hope you're all right. Not that... I don't even know if he listens to the show anymore, but (laughs) anyway, Mike's a cool guy. Mike Rezel, I hope you're doing all right, dude. You know what? Maybe I'll just email you. (laughs) Instead of talking into this on the off chance that you might hear it in like two years time. Um, Okay, look, let's listen to a Yate track and then we will go chat with Yate. So I want to listen to this track because it's uh, good stuff. And when the song's over, we will be chatting with Yate. So this is Yate with Candle.
right, well, I am here right now with Yate. How's it going, man? Good. It's just Alex works, man. You know what? We talked about this. It's just Alex, man. You know, I'm changing the name from Yate to just Alex. I, I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't g- has a problem. <laughs> you better be lying. Let's start this over. <laughs> I've been trying to tell people for years, Yate is the thing. I'm the captain. All right, so just to be clear, you make music, yeah. and if you go to Yate on Bandcamp, you will find the music you make, yeah. but you don't want me to say the word Yate ever again? Is that correct? No, no, that's fine. That's just not my name. That's not my name. I'm like the captain of it, because there's so many... What I was trying to say was there's maybe 40 people at this point are playing instruments in all the songs I've ever had. Not, not for every song. Or not not all the songs, but there's a lot of friends in all of those things, and I can't really just call it Yate is me because it's like a whole. It's kind of like gorillas. Like you know that that's not just him, but there's a lot of people you're not sure who they are and stuff. You might be the first guest in like ten years <laughs> who is so humble that he will refuse to be uh, named by his artist name. I'm not even because, trying to be humble. I'm just because trying to be- there's so many people. Like think about because I've talked to so many people who have all these like crazy collaborative things or they have an album, but technically yeah. they're an instrumentalist and like every track features a different singer. Yeah, but then they're still fine if I call them the. Th- thing that they're called <laughs> i'll just say this i do 80 to 90 percent of the work and then lots of people show up all right so let's call you 90 percent yate 87 and a half okay yeah. well look okay your your name is alex yep all right <laughs> yeah, it's not as fun i get it but <laughs> no see i start every show by announcing like this is the artist that's here and so i like to say the name of the project before i get into getting too personal it'd be really weird if it's like all right and we're here with alex and then we never actually say what alex yeah, is exactly, but then, and exactly. now we're gonna listen to songs by yate <laughs> for some reason <laughs> it just happens to be this is the episode so listen man alex chod is that correct yeah that's the full what is the etymology of that last name where does that come from it's like when you, when your family goes to wherever you're from and they go to America and it's 1910 or whatever, and they're at Ellis Island or whatever, and they're like, what's your name? And you're just like, blah, 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 and then they're like, all right, those first couple letters work. And they like chopped off the rest. That's what we think, but we're not actually sure with my family. But I th- it's definitely um, Polish or something around there. Oh, is it like a Chodorowski or something? Exactly. That's exactly right. Okay. But yeah, I don't, we don't know. It, it looks like Chode and it's kind of annoying, but <laughs> whatever. <I'm, laughs> everyone's thinking about it. Everyone's thinking about it, but I don't mind. Well, that's true because for a project which hasn't actually aired yet, I paid an artist to do the the trailer voice <laughs> and I did make a note yes. because they say your name in it and I'm like, all right, oh, man. pronounced like Rod or God or... You know. Rod. I should have just told you to do to do Yate, just, just so people would just like, what is that? I should listen to that, and that that would have been smart. Yeah, so I'll just set the stage here, just so the audience understands. So obviously, Yate, you make really good music. I guess we'll get into like the genre of what you do or whatever, because it sure. is that retro theme stuff, but it definitely has like a, a different vibe to a lot of the music that I play on the show, but it's very well produced and stuff. And you're also a fun and silly guy who has <laughs> helped me out by recording some funny voiceovers for some some yeah. of the fake commercials. I think the favorite was Goose Goose. Oh, yeah, yeah. That- People like the Goose Goose. <laughs> I saw someone really liked when I said the, uh, I'm, I'm so fucking tired, man. Like, I'm so tired. Like yeah, that. yeah, from the Cactus Hawking episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a fun one. I've gotten uh, mixed reviews on that episode. Like, yeah. again, this is what, this is the tough part about listening to audience feedback. Yeah. Because I like to do weird things because that's what keeps me interested, right? I've done this show for like 10 years, over 10 years now, and every few seasons i sort of reboot it 
It's still essentially an interview show with synthwave artists, but every few years I sort of change things up a bit to reinvigorate myself. Mm -hmm. I do that because I have to do that or else I get bored. So I like to do fun, silly things. But since my sense of humor is just weird and I like to do weird things sometimes, (laughs) I can't rely on like audience feedback necessarily because I literally get just polar anyone who bothers to leave a comment is either like like that cactus hawking one i did it was either like man i love this episode man this episode's wild this one's great and then this episode was terrible <laughs> and like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with that feedback because i'm like all right so either people like it a lot or hate it like what should i do next Guess i'll keep going <laughs> I tend to do things with those sorts of reactions and and then I never know what to fucking do with it. When I listen to your show, it's just like, there's some funny stuff and there's some songs. Why would you say it's good or bad? Like, if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But I don't understand why this particular thing. Yeah, I mean, I've never been a commenter in general, so I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I like receiving nice compliments, so, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if someone says a comment, it's just like, hey, man, good stuff. I'm like, hey, that makes me feel good. And when they say, hey, this sucks, I'm like, hey, fuck you. You know, but... Yeah, but what could actually suck from your thing where people would want to talk about it? Because it's like, yo, there's some funny shit and there's some songs. Like, why... Like, just do something else if you didn't like a bunch of songs and some talking for a sec. Yeah, it's a good question. I I don't know. know. I mean, uh, some people like to just say what they're feeling. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, like, I Fair guess. Enough. I'm just curious. I'm... I've never been a person who leaves comments, and I watch lots of things. <laughs> yeah. And if I like it, I'll giggle. I just saw this, the weirdest person. On... Okay, so I hate TikTok. Yeah. But the other day, I just like, ah, fuck it. I'll just, I turned it on just to scroll through. And it's this lady who is digging a tunnel under her house. I guess it's to be a storm shelter, but it also seems like it's just these a collection of videos where it's just like, let's build a tunnel as a project. Yeah. And it's so weird because she's so serious about it. And there's like fucking dump trucks that like collect the fucking debris. Mm-hmm. And she has this strange way of speaking as well. And I just got fascinated. And I'm laughing my ass off at these videos. And they're not like, they're not <laughs> comedy videos. It's just the fact that she's so serious about digging a tunnel is such a bizarre, <laughs> just like, and then I hooked up this hose so that I could run it on a track to take the debris outside and put it out the window into this bin. It just makes me laugh so hard, but I, I don't even hit the heart button. Like, I do so little <laughs> when I watch other people's things, I, especially when they're already yeah. popular anyways. I feel like I hit the heart button for a lot of stuff in the synthwave scene to give support or whatever, but like when I see something that's like, they've got like fucking like hundreds of thousands of followers and like, do I need to be yeah. heart number 12,000 or whatever? Anyway, look, fuck it. So, uh, yeah, listen, yes. let's listen to some music and then we'll keep talking because I'd like to find out the music journey of Alex, which is what this show is about. (laughs) We're going to go back in time here. We're going to go through. I picked a few tracks from each of your uh, releases. So we're going back to Shadow Work in April of 2020. And this uh, this is actually, I think, my favorite song of yours because I I like this one a lot. I mean, I like them all. They're good, but I always love this one. Uh, It's called Fracture. And we're going to listen to that right now, man. This is uh, Fracture by Yate. There's a fracture in your heart Gonna tear it open all the way Cause it's a painful place to start And the fight to go another day Cause time's rough, you're not big enough Love has gone away Let it go out of the way 
was Fracture by Yate, and I'm here right now with the man behind Yate, Alex Chad. Let's learn a bit about Alex. What's your deal, man? I don't, wait, that's a little... That's, Too vague? How do you even do that one? How do, <laughs> what do you want to know? What's your fucking deal, man? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you fucking say I'm sorry, that, bro? Well, I'm sorry. What? I don't know what happened, but I'm so sorry. Every, you and everyone, I, I don't know what my deal is. <laughs> When did you start making music? How about that? I mean, like, as a kid. I, I don't know. When did everyone start making? They have, like, the little thing at their house and their parents were mad and you did some stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I made my first recording thing where it's, like, there was this program called Something DJ. Like, let's see, this would be around, like, 1998. And it was this... Let me think about this in real life. Hold on. Pause. Cakewalk. No, it's... That's still here. No, it's called... Do you want me to ask Chad GPT? No. Tech, techno DJ, I think is what it was called. It, it was on like Windows... What's the one before X... Uh, P- uh, wasn't it just Windows 98, wasn't it? Was 98 before XP? 98. I think I had that. Or was there Windows 2000? There was, but no one liked it. Yeah, I feel like I skipped. I feel like I went straight from 98 to XP, I think. Vista, which also... Yeah. Anyway, it was like a... It was like a CD or whatever programs, and uh, it, it looks a lot like Logic, but like for little kids. Okay, and it gives you all the sounds, and it's like and you throw it up there, and then there's like a voice that's like techno EJ, <laughs> and then it's like bass. Hi, that's my favorite. Okay, I'll tell you my two favorites, and the one okay. I finally found, <laughs> which was in I think Fruity Loops like version two or something. Yeah. So I love bass. That's one of my faves. Just the fucking bass. Yeah. And there was one <laughs> that I had to track down because it made me laugh at the time. Whenever I would sing it to people, they'd be like, which one's that? And it was, wooga, 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 big bag, a big bag, a wooga, 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 big bag. And like, it literally was on a keyboard at one time. That was one of the buttons in the voice samples. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's and I found one. it. It was, I think, in Fruity Loops version two or whatever. Just big bag. I just remember like, big bag? Like, what the fuck? Because all the rest of them were just like, <laughs> dance, bass, woo! You know, and stuff like that. Anyway. Man. When did Fruity Loops come out? Because I used version 2. 
And by that, I mean I used the shareware version. Yeah. Because I didn't actually ever pay for that program until like 20 years later or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's called something cool. But uh, I have no idea, actually. Yeah, I- it's FL Studio, man. They got sued by the breakfast. <laughs> the breakfast cereal is just like, hey, man. Oh, really? That's why? Oh, I thought they were trying to make it cool, but they actually... I don't think there yeah. would be a lawsuit. Because like, is anyone literally that confused? They're like, I wanted to have cereal, but then I started making music. <laughs> like, the products are so different from each other. It was other awful. That- My mother was very sad. (laughs) But then I got another one called Acid, Mm. Acid Pro, like number four or something. And that's where you could actually like finally record your voice or whatever, your keyboard or whatever. And that was pretty awesome. So it was kind of like Ableton maybe, but for kids almost like the same kind of thing I'm saying. But that was great. And then how do we make this more less boring and then I played a bunch of instruments and then I made some stuff and I kept going and now I'm old and I'm still doing it so there it is <laughs> so but what was the kind of music you were making back at then was it just dance music uh, yeah but just because that's all you could really get on a uh, CD what do you call it CD well what's it called where it's like CD that has programs on it or is it still just CD it's still a CD yeah no I'm thinking of whatever anyway <clears throat> let me go back to that a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing any of this, by the way. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> so we're clear. Oh, this is man. the episode where it's like, what's that thing? It's like a CD, but it's like it's got files on it. <laughs> it's like a... That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So I, dude, sometimes I think about the way you wrote some um, stuff for me to do funny stuff on. Whenever I see the way you, you write it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always think of you saying it when it's like, oh, man. But it's like, but... <laughs> Like, I see your voice doing stuff because I've talked to you so many times now. When I just see you writing, like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I, always, I think of your voice doing that. That's Oh, yeah, you did the Cheetos. We did, like, a Cheetos commercial thing, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, yeah. Did you end up playing both the voices in that? Yeah, I think so. And I, I made one, you made one of the voices go up high. So, I'm, I don't know. It was, was kind of right, weird. Because originally it, I was going to do one voice and you were going to do the other one. And then when I listened to back, I was just like, ah, this is just fine the way it is. Oh, man. What? These crackers fucking suck. Well, no wonder. You got the no brand, you dumb asshole. Hey, fuck you. Hey, not my problem. Not my money. Well, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Uh, try these. Holy shit! What the fuck is this? I'm a pretty easygoing guy. If people, like, yeah. deliver me something that I'm like, oh, that's funnier than what I would have done, it's just like, yeah, just use it. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> the, both the voices are the same. Yeah, but you think you're going to be an asshole, but then it's then you end up not being it, and you're just like, you're like oh, I guess I'm not being an asshole. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you're like, I'm very picky, and then, like, I'll give you stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that'll work. <laughs> I am very picky, but when people understand the project then it's very easy. You gotcha. You know yeah. what I mean? Because there's some people, yeah, like like when I'm on Fiverr, for example. That's different. I'll find people who I'm like, okay, this person has the voice caliber of the thing I'm looking for. Yeah. So I know they're, I know they're physically capable of doing it. <laughs> but if they're not a creative person or they don't get the joke or they don't get the reference... Because there's some people who I paid where I'm just like, I can't even fucking use this. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. it ends up too with Canadian dollars because there's like a conversion. So technically, like, yeah. it's called Fiverr, but really it's like 750 Canadian. And then, like, <laughs> now there's all these other fees they add on. Uh. So, because I know when it started, I would like do things. It would be like $5. Like, that's what it would be. And then some people, obviously, people boost it and go, like, oh, but for $20, I'll suck your dick and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like, now it's like there's all these extra, it's the cost. But then it's like, oh, and then there's also like this additional 
additional fee, and then there's like six dollars for fucking transfer or whatever, and so it ends up being like usually like seventeen bucks for even like you know like the cheap gigs. Yeah, and then they still don't understand what the joke was. Yeah, there's some people who I've like sent things to, and just like they just don't get it. So now it's like I hate doing this because you hate like making people play to type or whatever. You know, like it's like okay, they already have an example of this on their fucking portfolio. Yeah, I'll just get to just do the fucking voice you do already. Like yeah, yeah, because that's what you kind of have to do with Fiverr because whenever you ask people to sort of go outside their comfort zone every experience I've had it's been like oh that didn't work you know but then if you just hire them to do exactly what they do just like hey you've got a really cool deep British voice like just do that you know and then like hey that worked because Peggy (laughs) AT that's that's the guy Peggy 18. I love that guy. Peggy 16. <laughs> but just to clarify, like the stuff I'm talking about, the Beyond Synth audience hasn't heard. Like all the voice actors I've hired to do gigs for like the podcast were all the ones that I thought were really good. Like, you know, the guy who does the Beyond Synth radio bumpers and the British actress who does like the show intros and the British dude who has that awesome deep voice. Those people are all excellent. Like the stuff I'm complaining about, no one has heard because it didn't work. <laughs> Speaking of Peggy 18, I was just watching some uh, Mortal Kombat video game trailers. What if it was like Penny 38? <laughs> I like what's Penny 38. It's not even like <laughs> that joke doesn't even yeah. make sense. Oh, wait, like, what is it? It's Peggy because Peggy, it, yeah, P E G I, yeah, <laughs> Peggy. <laughs> Penny 38. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I had a bad day. <laughs> I like the idea of a video game that's so specific that it has to be over the age of 38. <laughs> like, just like, what sort of content <laughs> requires that? <laughs> they just unveiled Sindel and Shao Kahn nice. as playable characters in Mortal Kombat 1, which comes out in September 19th. That's literally what I watched as I was setting up to record with you. That seems like the game I would buy, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, what, el- what else do I do? And it's like, oh, I just really kill the guy. And then what do I do? I would be mad that I bought this. Even though I'm sure it's awesome, it's just not what I would do. <laughs> I learned this sort of later on in my life, is like, I love Mortal Kombat, which when I was younger, I thought that meant that I liked fighting games. So then I would always try out different ones and be like, oh, I'll try this Soul Calibur and I'll try out fucking Tekken and these things. And they never quite grabbed me the same way. Mm-hmm. And it was only like when I was like in my 30s and I was like, I think I just like Mortal Kombat. Like, I just like fucking ninjas with skulls for heads and like that come from hell and that there's robots and magical dimensions and stuff. Like, that's so... That is- cool it sounds like you know when people used to buy like fucking playboy to read the articles like i actually i'd buy mortal kombat games to play the story i don't play competitively online i'm actually not good at them but i always just play them just to see where the story goes and that's like my experience with mortal kombat that's cool that makes sense the only time i've ever played this was at the skate place straight up out of um what's the thing with fucking 11 uh, uh, stranger (laughs) things damn it dude yes (laughs) Please don't put all that on there. <laughs> that one's fine. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Peggy 11. At the skate, the skate rink or whatever. That's the year it was the last time I played that game. And I remember because I used the, it was like a character I'd never seen before called Smoke. And I guess that's on the third one. Smoke. Does that sound right? Yeah, he was like a blue robot in the third one. Oh, I thought he he kind of was the same as everyone else, but it was black instead of... Yeah, yeah. Okay, he, is he, I guess he's tech... Is he black? I think he's blue. Mm. Yes, you're correct. Smoke. He was like a robot in the third game, and there was a red robot and a yellow robot, and then there was Smoke, and he was in the center tile, and he had a spear yeah. that shot out of him. Yes. Those are robots? 
They're cyborgs. Oh, okay. They're converted ninjas from the Lin Kuei clan. Uh, See, Sub-Zero, you know, Sub-Zero, he's in a feud with Scorpion, right? Because they're rival clans. Yeah. And at some point, this is why I love Mortal Kombat, because it's so goofy. Yeah, tell me. At some point, his ninja clan decided to cyber-convert the ninjas in the clan. (laughs) And then Sub-Zero, he left his ninja clan. So then they created these two characters, Cyrax and Sector, whose missions were to kill Sub-Zero, because he took his mask off and he left the clan. Mm. And then Smoke is actually one of his former friend. His he was friends with Smoke, but then Smoke got like converted against his will, and then he got turned into a robot as well. That's why there's so they're they're cyborg ninjas. <laughs> I love how this was, I came here to be an interview. <laughs> you asked me to do an interview. <laughs> well, how about this? Let's listen to another song and then we'll recenter on Yate. So look, okay. we're moving ahead here. We're moving forward in time to Sweet Shelter. All right. That's right. December 2020. Nice. I think I picked weird ones from this album. We'll see how you feel about it. I'd like yeah. to listen to the song Heartbeat because I, I like that one. Is that a weird choice? Do you care? No, I like that one. All right, good. <laughs> you can have that one. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's listen to it. This is Heartbeat (laughs) by Yate.
And that was Yate with the track Heartbeat. And it's a good, ch- good, a good chong, is what I was about to say. It's a good chong. And I'm here with uh, Alex. It's a, it's a tune. Yeah, it's a tune. And we're having a good time here. We're just, uh, or I'm just talking about the Mortal Kombat story to someone who is not interested. <laughs> From the beginning. <laughs> this is the story of my life. It's just like, yeah. I, I've had to edit out just giant chunks of me when I edit this show because I'll be like, you know, I'm a Doctor Who fan. And then I'll talk about <laughs> Doctor Who for like five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, the audience doesn't want this. It's a fucking boner killer, that is. But it's all right because. Because I, I was totally like, I don't know. I did some stuff when I was a kid. And then it's like, I'll tell you everything about Mortal Kombat instead. <laughs> so it was, it was my fault. No, it's okay. I don't do it because I'm bored. It's just that I, uh, we were talking about Peggy 18 and then Mortal Kombat came up. Look, describe your sound. So you actually, you these are actually two interesting songs that you chose because yeah like you were saying like it's not exactly what the rest of the songs usually are but someone found me and decided and decided that i'm synthwave i what do you call it adjacent i guess i didn't know that someone was going to hit me up and say that this is synthwave and people are going to love it or whatever and it, it yeah it kind of worked and that was cool yeah i mean it's not synthwave but it is part of the same sort of ethos of people making that sort of music that conjures this time except like yeah with the synthwave people like the diehard synthwave is a particular sound right. and this is another sound that not a lot of people are doing and you do it really well they're well crafted songs you know like the production's great and it's definitely like a vibe that I, I don't hear a lot but it is the same mission as synthwave yeah. it feels good it feels like this was made in a different time just because of the, the instrumentation exactly. and the tunes and stuff and yeah yeah Yate stuff the whole thing I guess was like I started hearing lots of 80s stuff for like the last 15 years like man so I was I was alive for half of the the 80s and I was like you know, most people just were pretending they never liked the 80s and all this stuff like is this, a, this is a long time ago when people were like yeah that stuff was all too flashy or whatever it's too much money it's just too weird uh, too uh, too poppy and then like I don't know at some point it was just like yeah that was actually pretty dope so when I started making like songs kind of like that where I like to make it feel like it was from out of, from a different time or whatever it was just music was so bad it's probably better now I don't even check anymore but like 15 years. 10, 11, 12 years, like, like, okay, Kesha, remember that name? <laughs> okay, there's a particular type of pop music that was happening that drove me crazy. I mean, I've always loved music with, like, synths and things like this, but I like nice melodies yeah. as well. Like, that's important to me, and, like, vocal harmonies and nice vocal lines and stuff. And so there was this point, and it was around, you know, like, Gwen Stefani's solo shit and fucking Fergie yep. and all this crap where, like... 2005. Yeah, where, like, the hooks of the songs were annoying. Annoying. Yeah. And like that was the point to get it in your head. So I'm it's so like, cool. And I'm so cool. Dude, I'm so cool. Music like that, I fucking can't stand but worse. when the chorus is like, it's catchy because it fucking annoys you. Yeah. <laughs> How about the chorus is, and it's just like, fuck you. Like it actually makes me like actively like hate the, the artist. Yeah. You know the fucking put a ring on it, the Beyonce song? <laughs> yeah. That chorus is circus music. <laughs> I can't unhear the circus. It Because the Chorus is literally fucking, and I just picture like a fucking merry-go-round, like spinning in circles. It's baffling to me, but like people would fucking like it. I look around at everyone else, like they're crazy. Like, do you not get that this song is fucking ridiculous? Like, it's just such a horrible chorus. Yeah, baffles me. Anyway, continue. Yeah, and a, a lot of my music was based on the beginning. Like, so I'm not really mad about stuff anymore, but like. <laughs> 
that kind of started where I'm like, wait a minute, we need this stuff again because I'm listening to this stuff when I was a kid or before that. And even before that, I was like, wait, that was dope. And I, does anyone like, is anyone listening? Like what's going on? Like, does anyone else not, not think this is weird and kind of like annoying as fuck? So I'm not like that anymore, but that was the beginning of my like wanting to like start making stuff the way I would like it to be or whatever. So I think and a lot of people do that. I'm kind of like a mimic or whatever. Like when I do all the voices for your commercials and stuff, like that's like my thing that I'm good at in a weird way. And then, and I like making music. So I'm like, why don't I just like mimic but not make it funny. Like it's still like in the in my heart and shit. And I'm like, why don't I just use mimicking and then like all this stuff I know how to do music and uh, recording and mixing and all this stuff and like make something out of that and then make sure all my friends can come work on it too. And that's kind of where where Yatek started in a way. So where was the jump though? Because we're talking about like using techno DJ and like Acid Pro and stuff. So obviously there's <laughs> something happened in between there and Yate. So what was going on? Yeah, a whole bunch of bands. One in high school. That was my first big band. Not big, but like an actual <laughs> like being in a band. But we didn't actually, we weren't, we were just, we just did it at school. But the <laughs> And what were they called? Oh my God. Colorado kind band that's me and my buddy marty made this this band with a couple homies so this was back when dave matthews was like the thing so we were doing like a jam kind of thing like that well 90s was all about jamming oh the song it got really long Ooh, everyone's drinking we weren't but <laughs> we were trying to be like them yeah uh, it's like oh everyone's drinking and smoking marijuana and like the songs get longer and everyone's like woo. And so we were trying to do that kind of thing. And then after that college, a couple of different kinds of bands and then post-college, a couple other bands. And then here in Austin, a couple other bands. And then basically we got slightly old. So when you're in your 30s, you realize that some people... They think they have a lot of time to work on stuff, but just as far just as far as like, oh shit, I got my kid is you know all this stuff, or like, oh the my my girlfriend is pissed at me and I get blah blah blah. I don't know. I was like, well, I, I need to make this to where like I'm like the boss of something, and then I really still want all my friends to come. You know, we have so much fun. So whoever can do it, can I? Do you guys mind if I like? take over this one of the bands we were in and just let me just call it a new thing and which was called wonder bitch by the way mm. and i was like can i just go do this and you're and they're like yeah yeah that's, that's fine we don't know how we're gonna do this anyway and so i started doing that friends came and yeah that's yate and then i just started realizing that i was doing the 80s thing it was just happening and i was like wait I was, i'm getting better at whatever it is so i'm just gonna keep going and see what happens and then people on the internet started finding me a little bit and uh yeah you you were one of those but then where does yate actually come from so you're telling me you took over wonder bitch but then at some point yes the stuff is yate on the internet no so. no no so i took over on i just mean i took over on the social stuff that's why you see like a lot of followers because this is like our homies over like five years like having fans for that other thing then i was like all right we're not gonna do this band so i, I like kind of snapped it and just called it yate and then if you still go if you go down on the instagram like all the way down you'll see like this has been going forever <laughs> like this whole the whole thing that became yate but it just wasn't that at the time wait so you renamed it yeah because it well first of all facebook wouldn't let you do anything with bad words anymore and that was and i was like fuck them let's fucking let's fight and i'm like no nah, i don't want to fucking fight like that's i just want to make music <laughs> like, like you know what i mean yeah it wasn't necessarily like a fight but it was just kind of like what should we do we can and i was like why don't we just fucking do something else <laughs> it's like right. i don't it's not that important it was a silly name it's very silly we came up with it 10 years before that or maybe like eight years before that and it was like that was a joke we made that the name because it was kind of a joke 
And then it was supposed to be like a party kind of vibe. And I don't know, years later, I was like, okay, this is, I don't know, this is, we're, people are going to get mad at us for some shit. Uh, some of my, my bandmates were like, oh, who cares? Fuck them. And I'm like, yeah, but also like, who cares? <laughs> like, let's just call it fucking something else and, and just go back to, you know, I, I don't want to be in a war of some sort. I don't care. But then also we we're all in another band. We were all in another band at that point where it's like, okay, well, now we have to split between which band are we going to like have a show that week or whatever. Anyway, it was all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, yo, I, let me just call this this band. And, and you guys, if you guys have time, come help me with some songs and stuff. And that started there. Time Wasted was the first song I did just with four other people from the band. The other bands are in the song as well. It came right off of that. And people seem to like that one. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what I like. <laughs> Hot dogs. There's another track on this album I dug called Ohio. Yeah. I want to listen to that one. And it's spelt in a funny way, but I'm going to get you to explain to me why. But we'll listen to it first, all right? So this is uh, Ohio by Yate.
And that was Yate with the track Ohio, which is spelt O-H-A-Y-O for some reason. Okay, this is a great example. Of this to, So at the very beginning when I'm like, no, just I'm just Alex. I'm not Yate. So this song was written by my buddy Paul Murray, who's on guitar. Mm. He wrote pretty much that whole song. There's only a couple songs like that where someone has written the whole song or whatever. But that's where it's like, I can't just call me is Yate. But like Paul Murray wrote like 85% of that. Mm. But there's been 30 homies as part of this thing. But I'm just kind of like doing like a lot of the job. Man, it's going to be really hard to explain this every time though, right? It's like a collective of goofs. That was the idea. And I, hopefully it's still going in that way. But and if someone thinks my name is like Yate or whatever, and they're just like passing by, they're like, oh, what's up, Yate? And they leave. And I'm like, okay, fine. But uh, yeah, if I'm doing like an interview, at least I can explain it. I get it. So the point is this. It's a collaborative effort yeah. that's been built off the artistic collaborations with many friends. You've switched from different bands along the way, but you've gathered a, a ragtag group of uh, misfits who pop in, they come and go, they help out on some stuff, they write some stuff. Yeah, that that's about right. I don't know how, where it will go in the future, but like if it's working, like why, why mess it up? Like Star Wars or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since the beginning, it started growing. Like one guy in India helped me with the song. Like he did guitar for me just because we met on Instagram. And he killed it and uh, like fucking, it just got bigger and bigger. So I, I kind of, I start telling people that it's like gorillas. I understand you're sort of, that you want to acknowledge all the participants and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, sometimes there's some projects that don't exist unless there is this sort of key person that's like, all right, this thing will exist because I'm going to keep this thing going. And other people will pop in because they might yeah. only have the initiative to be like, hey man, I'll jam a, you know, I'll do a guitar riff on this track or whatever. But they wouldn't have done it if yeah. you were like holding the fort to give them that place to do the thing. No, that's it. I think about um, the Muppets because he was the guy that was, you know, later he died, but you know, he was the thing that it wouldn't work if there wasn't just one person that was just like, you know, what Muppet, what Muppets are is we do say <laughs> like that. So he's the one who can explain it. He can explain it the most. Mm -hmm. There's a frog, see, and he sounds like this a lot. And like, you know what's crazy? Yeah. It's like that was just Jim Hansen's voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kermit is just what he sounded like. It wasn't even really a voice. There's some behind-the-scenes things where he's, like, explaining stuff. Yeah. He just talks like Kermit. I'd like to leave uh, SNL. I really yeah. don't like the money. <laughs> I really want to leave SNL. I think we're not, I think we're being fucked with, with the, <laughs> uh, the money is not good, and uh, we're going to make our own fucking movie about it, so what are you going to do? I think <laughs> we're being fucked. <laughs> that's him. That's not the, that's not the Muppet. <laughs> no, I get it. That's all that matters is that I get it. I don't yeah. even care about the audience understanding what's going on. As we've <laughs> already established the audience either loves this show or hates this show so i don't feel like explaining anything to them <laughs> but no I, I, I thank you for saying that because I, I it's hard for me to explain how it works but yes thank you so then there's all these other people sort of coming in and doing little like adding things or whatever but then you say this paul dude like wrote that song yep. so what does that mean like what did you do on the track ohio like you still singing like yeah i'm singing i'm producing i'm mixing and then i i would play some of the stuff that he wrote yeah basically pr producing and then coming up with the sounds that it will be in the final like which synths to do which what to do with his guitar do we do we want it to feel like that in the you know and in a, 
all that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just like I like the way you explain things. There's there's a couple songs like that, but mostly I'm just being the boss. But not every song. Does it offend you then that I pick that song? It's like fucking Paul wrote that. No, one. It's, I know. I, I, I all the songs you're picking is great because those are you're literally picking the ones that people like at the bottom, like on my Spotify, like things or like when it tells you who's been listening to stuff. You're at the bottom, but I liked all those songs, so I like all of our songs. So I'm glad that you picked ones that you think are interesting and I hope people because a lot of people you know when you listen to your stuff they'll listen to the probably usually three songs at the top and then if they like even more they'll go down to like six but if they kept going you know on the list it's like they'll be at the bottom to see things like this so I'm glad that you're using it yeah yeah like my policy the way that I make this show is I do no research into the actual person or guest but I will listen to Mm. all the music so like my actual so I don't have notes like when I go to record with people I don't my only notes are just the songs I liked and like the ones that I'm picking to play Mm -hmm. and sometimes that does work out to be hey it turns out that guest's top five Spotify tracks are also the best five songs (laughs) but then sometimes when someone has a bunch of albums it is interesting to me to find the ones that sort of stand out or are different or well that's cool that you can you can sense that I think some artists have been like oh it's interesting songs you're picking but at the same time like hey man if you don't like your own fucking song then don't put it on the album I can't stop it's my manager yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he whips me and says that I have to make more music <laughs> I want to move ahead here to an album called what is this Yeko Ameko how do you say this yeah you nailed it what is this <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> this is gibberish. Hi, is this uh, a thing? What is this, <laughs> yeah. dude? I have this joke about that with my friend, where it's like you go to uh, <laughs> you go to Subway and you're like, "Hi, uh, what is this?" <laughs> and then the guy goes like, "Wait, what? I, is there something wrong? Did I do something wrong?" And then you're like, "No, it, it's." Oh, it's fantastic. I just want to say thank you very much. It's like, oh, no problem. It's like, but, um, we, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we have this joke where, like, you keep, like, psychopath. Like, you keep going between, like, happy and, and pissed off, like, every <laughs> sentence. It's like, no, I, what, like, what the fuck is it, though, for real? <laughs> When's the last time you ate at Subway? No, it's been 10 years. The last time I did it was I was on tour. I were driving away from town. We're like, oh, this will be like kind of healthy-ish before we do this trek. And somehow we we're all like, we feel like shit for like two days. What? How does that happen? I know it's weird shit in there, but the pandemic kind of killed Subway for me. I used to eat there not regularly, but I live in a small town and we have mm-hmm. a Subway there. And it's like, you know, I'll go and get a sandwich. And then uh, and around pandemic, when I stopped going to a lot of places for like a period of time, for some reason, Subway felt the most contaminated of all the places. Like when we started to go back to, to like. Like restaurants and stuff. I'm just like, ah, it's just got this open food thing. And so like I didn't eat there for like three years or something. And I I, I ate there the other day and yeah. it's it's whatever. Subway. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I saying this? Y- like, Yeko Emeko, you, you, what is that? Uh yeah. How about this? Let's listen to a song from it and then you can tell me about it. Yeah. So I want to listen to the song Touch from Yeko Emeko. Uh. So let's do it. And then we'll continue chatting with Yate after we listen to this song from Yate. This is Touch.
That was Touch by Yate from the album Yeko Emeko. And we're here right now with Alex Chud. Who, and what the fuck was that? Yeah, what's Yeko Emeko? <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay, so that song was me and Paul, same guy from the last song, but this one was more of a double collab, I guess, together. And then he used to live in Austin. He had I Live Here as well. And he he had a really boring job, so we would just text each other made up fucking words, mm. and that's kind of how Yate the name was invented as well. So whatever Yeko Meko is, it's the same language of whatever the fuck Yate is. Because this was my always assumption about Yate, yeah, was that it had something to do with yacht rock, right? Because it sounds like it, yacht. It does. Okay. Yeah. Basically, that was one of the words we used for the word latte. Like, and so in our language, it, a yate was the word that would make us laugh for just like, why did you just call it that? It's like, I don't know. It's funny. And then I was like, wait, that could be a good band name because I'm doing like yacht type of stuff. I like yacht. I like uh, lattes. <laughs> it's also Japanese in a way. It's like half of a word. If anyone is from Japan, please tell me more. But I think it means go or like do, which I thought that was cool. That's kind of like go, you know, like and coffee and all, all my shit has a lot of like energy and shit. So I thought that was like, fuck it, let's do that. And also when we first thought of it, I thought that the word seems like it's a like like Sony, like it was another company like that. Or, you know, like there's and there's another one kind of like that too. Um, not Hyundai, but something like that where it's like I feel like I've seen that name in different parts of my house and garage and I don't know what they actually do, but they seem to do all of those things. Mm. And that's kind of part of another thing I was thinking about like Yate when we picked that name. A uh, multinational electronics company. Yes. What is the one that it looks like Sony but it's like one word extra and it's like switched around. Sanyo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sanyo's a classic. Or what about, uh, you know, you got Yamaha, man. It's like, what the fuck? They're making motorbikes? They're making keyboards? Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Stay in your lane. That's what I <laughs> no. always say. <laughs> Fucking Yamaha. <laughs> That's what they sound like. They're like, no! So, listen, man. Earlier in the show, you mentioned that you were not mad about stuff anymore. And I wanted to delve into that. Oh, Do sure. you like to meditate? Did you put aside childish things when you became a man? <laughs> How did you manage to put aside the hate? Well... COVID was pretty, everyone got real out of control here, just in their brains, you know, like just in their, their thoughts. Well, you are in Texas, correct? Yeah, but that, but I'm, Austin's kind of not the thing you're about to say, but it's, <laughs> 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 and I had some health issues that you know about, and I'm not going to tell anyone else. And, uh, <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. No, this is like, a, <laughs> the audience is going to get all mad now that, you know, it's like, what are they hitting wards, man? That sounds pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. When you have like scary things in your life and, and you're like, oh shit, like I'm doing the wrong shit or I'm doing something wrong and it's like part of that is just like being really mad and of course I'm fucking mad when I hear like shitty songs but then I just try to like not think about it the rest of the year. To be honest with you I just get worked up when I record the show. It's like a character I do because in real (laughs) life I'm all really zen but then it's like you know man the audience likes it when I get mad so then I come out here and I'm like fucking Little Mermaid you know whatever but uh, well dude whenever you've asked me to be a character I do the same thing (laughs) like fucking why don't you do what I say you shoot when you do what I say then you don't get dead I love that like, voice <laughs> it's just a- and it seems to me that's the only voice I have for some reason when I do your stuff <laughs> there is something funny about characters 
who are angry for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There's no justification, and there's a weird escalation that happens. But I also like yeah. when it veers into more surreal nature, like just the idea of yeah. just someone who's angry. But then the more you find out, the more it's just what? Like, what does this kid even mean? Like that to me makes me laugh. Like I like the idea of a, an audience that's confused by like. Yes. I don't know why that makes me laugh, but like when you know when people like show weird stuff to their grandparents and like film their reactions, <laughs> like there's something funny to me about that with like someone who's like they're looking at it and they don't even see the same image that you do they're so confused at like what they're looking at no i love that because we get along about that type of thing because we both think just randomly really angry is funny as hell and i have a lot of friends like that we just do that kind of voice too it's like hey why don't you shut the hell up and let me fucking talk to you? It's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so what you're trying to say basically is that when you saw your mortality yes. and it got things put into perspective, you decided you were no longer going to be angry about shitty music. You were just going to give beautiful art to the world. Do it. Your gift. It's just something to do. It's just, it's just something to do, isn't it? Just mm. something. Just, you just go home and just do what you like. But that's the calm way to say it. Mm. But yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I dropped the ball there, man. I'm a, no, it's fine. I'm not the best interviewer. You can edit the ball. Yeah, man, I edit my balls all the time. <laughs> I don't know. That's, what does that mean? <laughs> Fuck. That's fine. Uh, it is fine. It feels good. So I See, I'm not mad. See, I'm, I'm so good at that. I'm not even mad. Well, that's great. It's, it would be a really uh, strange case of misplaced anger if you were mad about other people editing their balls. <laughs> now edit my balls. Yeah, I'm just editing my balls over here. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what that I, is. I told you you're supposed to do it during daytime. <laughs> Ball editing is a daytime job. <laughs> so, okay, so we got Yakko Ameko here. You're texting with your buddy. He's all like, hey, man, my job's boring. And you're all like, here's a funny word to tie you over like what's going on there pretty much we, we do that to each other yeah yes <laughs> never mind i can't i'll tell you after the show what uh what all those words mean tell me after the show what you do to each other no no what the words mean oh okay okay yeah i'm more interested in the other thing <laughs> look how about this let's uh, listen to another song and then we'll keep chatting i want to listen to this track it is called the way it feels oh yeah so let's listen to that And then we will come back, because that is what we do here. This is The Way It Feels by Yate.
And that was Yate with the track The Way It Feels. We're here with Yate, the man who sits at the center of the Yate web as he shoots his fucking, uh, what's the stuff? It's not called webbing, is it? Wait, what the fuck? Nylon? I'm going to portray you as a spider who's like reeling in his friends to be part of the Yate. Yeah. No, that's a great way to put it. And then when they're no longer useful, he bites their heads off and then wraps them up. They're dying, and then they ask me, they're like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? And then they die. <laughs> What's this? It's like, man, I've been with you all the way since the Colorado Kind Band. And you're like, yeah. I don't need you no more. And then you bite their head off. The, just the point is, they just say, what is this? What is this? <laughs> and then I can't really explain it because they're dead. So. Hey, man, look, hey, once people aren't useful anymore, then what is you got to get rid of them. I ain't going to fucking drop yeah, this shit. And then I, I talk to them, I go, hey, what is this? And when I'm pointing at them, I'm like, what is this? What kind of lattes do you like? I don't know. You know, you like coffee. I like coffee. Just, I don't know. Next. <laughs> you like a lot of cream in there? I do. Or are you like a true like Austinite and you're like, oh, I need to have it with an almond milk because I'm a... No, that's actually very smart. I, I don't even know how you even know that people are into that stuff. You're totally right. But um, no, I don't care. I just whatever. If I forgot to eat, then I'll put a lot of fucking something in it. Like cow things, oat things, doesn't matter. Whatever. It's I just do something different every day because coffee is the life of the vine and the, <laughs> the life of the know. vine is this like do you this feels like a fucking like olive garden thing just the life of <laughs> no the it's vine. like a, no it's like from the it's from like the fucking bible yes <laughs> page 13 oh damn you know that yeah i know it's a lot of pages and uh that's one of them yeah <laughs> yeah 13 <laughs> yeah. it's a real great page there's some good stuff on there <laughs> listen when you say you're like uh, good at like mimicry, yeah, was this a skill that you discovered? Like, did someone have to tell you one day, like, you know what, man, you actually kind of fucking sound like this when you do that, or was it like, yeah, did it come from something else? I don't know. Like, I, I, actually, I think me and one of my brothers as well can do it in a different way, but he's really good at it too for certain things. But in school, I'm sure I started doing like something from Disney or something. Like as a kid, I was probably doing like an impression of something or um, a Looney Tunes or some shit, but. At school, I think I started doing it like for my friends' voices, and I thought a couple of friends would be really would think it was really funny. And then some people don't; they don't want to know about that. Like that is not yeah. what I fucking <laughs> sound like. Fucking stop doing it! Mm. Like, but you, everyone's laughing. Like, yeah, it sounds just like him, dude. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I started doing that, and then I just I played saxophone for a couple of years. When you're in school, you sometimes you have to do a band or whatever, and I was doing that, and like I was able to do some shit quicker than other people just not for like being smart just like oh i can do that song a little earlier or whatever like or i can do like the way that they do it a sound that and they're just like what how wait how are you doing that and i'm like i don't know i don't know dude <laughs> that's just my thing and i think i just i'm like okay i guess that's my like oh wait what do you call it in mortal Kombat? the what's the what is the thing that you do with the you have you kill them really crazily a fatality yeah that's my fatality (laughs) it's just i I can make stuff that does like some things that exist already (laughs) well i'm sure that was the best way to word that (laughs) (laughs) what uh wait so you got your brothers do you have like a big family what's going on Uh, two brothers one's kind of different and from me and the other one is like a pretty close to what i'm like where where do you stand in the age are you the youngest the oldest oldest. oh the oldest old yeah <laughs> I got nothing. Ooh, 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 where's the beef? Oh, no, what was it? The ba- where's the bag? No, it was a, it's a wooga 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 big bag. Big bag base. 
It is weird in hindsight. Like, why would you be playing a song and then have a man's voice come on saying bass? Like, mm-hmm. it's just such a bass. I don't get it, but whatever. Didn't Janet Jackson does that? I don't know if she was the first, but she just goes, bass. <laughs> <laughs> From like 89 or whatever, 88, 89. Hey, I remember when they showed her boob on TV. Oh my God. So YouTube's great because there will be like a documentary that's like 35 minutes about like, I, we need, I need to go find out if it turned out to be a thing that was supposed to be there but Hmm. not telling anyone because the malfunction remember that Uh, dude some of the people listening to this right now have no idea what the fuck we're talking about but this was a huge fucking thing for a year yeah i still to this day when i see the video it's like that can't be a mistake how do you just brush your hand across someone and then just pull the shirt where the boob is? And that's the uh, the lyrics too, right? Like, t- I want to take it off of you. I forget what he says. Something like that where he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna make you, I'm, go- I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to make you. And I'm going to reveal your boob now. Yeah, I'm going to make you naked in some sort or another. I never actually listened to the song. I actually don't care about this at all. So Wait, like, it was like, um, it's a cultural reference that like, because like to me, you know, everyone's getting all worked up and I'm just like, but don't we all like seeing boob? Like, why is everyone fucking upset about this? Like, I love boobs. You love boobs. Yeah. Didn't she have, she has like a a, a thing on her too. It was like a piercing, right? It was like a little sun. Yeah. Cause it's like a ray of sunshine whenever you see a jug. <laughs> yeah. A jug. <laughs> Speaking of us being old, I haven't heard the word jug in a really long time. <laughs> Look at those jugs. I think I saw on the, on the band camp in your credits, one of your brothers, does he do some of the artwork or something? My brother's an architect and... I think he uses CAD or whatever it's called where you do 3D stuff mm. that's like it's like an old school yeah. thing and he, he had like this guy that you could just put on anything and it was just, it's like a 3D guy just like a regular just a good old guy mm. I think he just like sliced it he does a lot of like math and shit on there Just he just tried some cool shit he showed me it and then he gave it to me and then I like messed with it on some other stuff I don't know like Photoshop and all these I just like have so many layers to make it work and all this stuff and uh, yeah so that was him doing that part and I think I did stuff whatever the background was it might just be black, I forget. He did all the little guys, and he, like, lined those up or whatever. And then he sliced them and shit. You're like, he, you can see it. Look, all, they're all sliced and shit. Yeah, I think they have those 3D men in there for scale. Like, if you're making, like, a 3D building design, so you need a little 3D man in there, so you know, like... That's right. And then I just made... I just did all this crazy color shit to it. And I'm like, what? what is this? I'll tell you what this is. All right. We're going to move ahead here. We're going forward in time to a little album called One Good Symphony. Ooh. All right, and we're going to listen to some tracks from this, because I'd like to listen to this one. <laughs> it's a song called Automatic. Yeah. So let's listen to that, and then we will continue chatting. Uh, This is uh, Automatic by Yate.
And that was Yate with the track <laughs> Automatic from the album One Good Symphony. I'm here. I'm talking to Alex. And we're talking about Wonder Bitch. We're talking about lattes and brothers and playing the saxophone. Uh, actually, that's a good question here. You just mentioned going on tour. Or you just mentioned it, but you mentioned it a while ago. Going on tour with what, where, why, when, and how? That was just a tour we went on for, with Wonder Bitch to just to go to LA and around and a couple. Oh, there was some funny thing that happened was our, our van broke when we were in the fucking desert in like Tucson, I think. Mm. This is a very Yate moment too, and in a way, I'll explain it. But they had, we had to get the van fixed. So luckily, our drummer Butch, during that time, he works for Omni, which is like they do hotels around the you know around the world and shit. He was like a what do you call it? Like they bring the bags up or whatever. Mm. But luckily, he has this card or something where we can just stay at like a fancy place, just pretty cheap or free. So like our van tour is pretty much fucked. The van needs to be fixed. So we're like, why don't we just go to this fancy place we were staying and just stay there for a couple of days? Mm. It was like in the desert. It was like a cool environment. There was a pool. Man, there might be a video of that, like at the very bottom of Instagram or something. I'll find it. But oh no, it's in the, it's like in the archive or something. So we would wake up. We would go play tennis like we're fucking <laughs> like. Are you trying to suggest that like we're not classy people, but today we pretended to be when we went yes, to this because yeah. he has this card or whatever, or he has he has a deal or something he can do. So like, well, we can't go play the show or the next two probably. So what should we do? It's like let's play tennis in, in the desert, mm. and we just like hung out in our hotel. We watched. Uh, this was the era when uh, uh, Rick and Morty was like. Like, ooh, they're, they're on tonight. You know, like play, we played in the pool and no one was in this place, which was really neat. And we ended up having to rent two Jeeps and just like drove all the way to LA just to finally just do something. Are you excited to hear the recast voices of Rick and Morty? Is that happening? I, I don't care. Like I, I would, if, <laughs> since I do lots of like voices and stuff and like mimicking and stuff, I kind of want to see how he does. But other than that, like I don't, the show, I'm kind of tired of it, but let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested in that as well, actually. I'm not, I think that show's fine. I just never like was as infatuated with it as other people. Like it was just, one of those things that like I would see the occasional episode and be like yeah this is funny but it didn't like grab me the same way so I'm curious to hear the new voices just as it's interesting to me yeah to replace somebody <laughs> who is like the voice of the show yeah you know you know what happened today was fucking Mario so we'll see there too okay this is a whole different thing here so I mean you're referring of course to Charles Martinet right no longer being the voice of Mario in the games but this is a weird one because like I love Nintendo games and I play all the Mario games and stuff and when people were sort of upset that he wasn't going to be the voice in the movie mm -hmm. yeah was sort of weird to me because I'm like number one I wouldn't want to watch a movie that sounded like that the whole film because Mario's voice is annoying it's just that yeah. <laughs> you only ever hear him say like wahoo and whatever um, once upon a time yeah, but it's I <laughs> was a place but I was in New York yeah skip <laughs> to me I've already seen Mario portrayed by several different actors with different voices true and so this idea that there's this generation that's so upset that like that's what mario sounds i'm like okay first of all like the super mario brothers super show yeah which was fucking lou albano or whatever who was right. mario in the live action segment and he had a particular voice then there was mm. the voice in the cartoon show and i like that then one. there's the movie with fucking bob hoskins oh yeah so to me in my lifetime Mario didn't even start talking in the games until Mario 64. 
And that was like the first time he ever had a voice, and it was really like cartoon, but it was funny. Like I remember laughing. Like I liked the uh, he falls asleep in Mario sixty four and he dreams about spaghetti. Yeah, and like that's one of his. That was always my favorite lines. Is just the ah, spaghetti, mamma ah, yeah. mia. And he snores. Like I always, it to me is so funny. But I hope nobody's mad at his voice. <laughs> and so you know when they were bitching about Chris Pratt, I'm like, who cares? Like it's he's had different voices. Like and they've gone. Yeah. There's been more gruff like he was more gruff in those old cartoons yeah and then his voice in the games was so high-pitched and silly i assumed wrongly because i guess what they were going to do was have him get the superstar and then be played by charles martinet while he was high like so that was the joke is like once he got the invincibility star his voice would go high-pitched and he'd sound like the game mario but they did not do that i think charles martinet just played some like wacky guy yeah it was his, it was his like uh, uncle or something yeah so like i don't care <laughs> if they like recast it in the game like and people act like that's a big deal like so you're just gonna hire another person to say you know like who gives a fuck who plays that yeah you know charles martinet seems like a nice guy and stuff but like it's not important i mean it's not like when everyone plays mario games from like the 80s to now that the most important thing was the fucking voice it's like what like the it's the gameplay like people that's what people like they don't give a fuck what he sounds like man it would have been awesome if it was bob costas well he's dead bob costas did it Uh, I know he's dead, but man, that would have been awesome if they kept him in. I love the 90s movie. It's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that that fucking 90s movie, man. Yeah, I love it. I saw that in a theater. Yes. And I remember, I think I liked it. I miss this. Remember being a kid and like, if you wanted to like something, you just would? Yeah. That's what the yes. Mario Brothers movie was. I remember I came back. Especially and I was like, if your brother liked it or something. Yeah, it's like, I liked it because I wanted yeah. to like it. I think I've said this like several times on this show, but like for me, I knew I became a man when Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out. Is it bad? Because it's so bad. It's yeah. horrible. And that was the one where even being a big Mortal Kombat fan, seeing it in the theater, I was in high school at the time, so I was going through like my cynical phase. Right. But that was like the first time where I was like, oh, not only does this suck, I hate this. <laughs> I went in with positive expectations and the movie was so bad. It just blew yeah, that like, all away. Everyone's just a bunch of fucking consumers, man. Yeah. Like, every, like, <laughs> I can see right through it. God, I wish that was the problem with that film. <laughs> it was just, yeah. I didn't like it because I'm edgy and not because this movie is horrible. Oh, you're talking about the movie. I thought, about, I thought you were talking about the game. That's actually a really interesting point because around that time, then like Mortal Kombat 4 came out and that is probably the worst one in the series. But at the time really? I liked it because... I like Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and so I like the game, but the movie was terrible. I liked the first movie. That's That was a very 90s movie yeah, for yeah, yeah. exactly people my age. That was exactly for that. I love the first yeah. movie. I don't care. I mean, like, it is yeah. corny, yeah. but I'll say this. I said that when I was talking to fucking Griff on last week's episode, is Mortal Kombat, the first movie, has one of the best openings to a movie, I think, of all time, Like, but in not... I'm not being ironic. There's very few movies that pump you up from the first second of a film. Mm-hmm. And Mortal Kombat literally starts with a guy screaming, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And then it just cuts to this fucking badass techno song while fire shoots through the Mortal Kombat logo. And literally, like, you hear the Mortal Kombat scream as the fucking New Line symbol, like, fucking plays. <gasps> There's very few movies that start, like, whoa, like, we're starting at fucking 100. Like, it just instantly, like, yeah. fucking boom. And that song ended up being, not only meant the game... Uh, 
uh, for the video game, it also meant the locker room for football or like just when you're a kid, like it became (laughs) the sports song as well, (laughs) like which is kind of interesting. Yeah, well, it's a fucking kick ass song, man. So like, yeah, the only other movie that ever made me feel that way was like Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, because when that movie started, they go right into like an action sequence and fucking Gandalf fighting the Balrog. And that happens like right at the start of the movie. And you're right in a fucking action scene with a wizard and a fiery dragon. Right into the chorus. And it's like, what a fucking wicked way to start a movie. That's why the third movie always was a bit of a downer for me. It's still a good movie, but it starts with this weird, dreamy sequence of fucking Andy Serkis strangling his buddy on a boat. And you're just like, this is weird. Like, this last movie started so much cooler than this one. (laughs) Like, you know, anyway, let's listen to another song. And then maybe we can start to slowly wind down here because we've been actually like chatting for a while. I would like to listen to the titular one good symphony track oh wow yeah how about that yeah anyway let's listen to this this is a one good symphony by yate
And that was Yate with the track One Good Symphony from the album One Good Symphony from October 2022. And I'm here right now with Yate, a.k.a. Alex. We've been chatting today about a whole bunch of stuff, man. Going to fucking Tucson. He's got a buddy who's a bellhop called Butch who got them into some fucking <laughs> hotel or some shit and they play tennis. And uh, Very nice to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice to remember that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was good, it was good times, man. He's a wonderkind on the uh, saxophone. I was. And he likes... Uh, what is this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, so Wonder Bitch had enough of a following that you could fucking travel and play shows? A little bit. It was our first try, and then we did the van. We were just like, ah, oh, damn it, this is hard. Mm. <laughs> so is there potential in the future for a Yate live show? There is. I'm not going to tell anyone anymore about that. Okay, but, I'm just uh, asking about the potential, bro. I'm just like, hey, man, when yeah. I see potential, I need to maximize it, all right? Yeah, there's potential. Yes, there's a, there's potential. Yeah. I can't say the word, but there is a a lot of, of it. That's what I like to hear, man. Potential. Yeah. Gotta fucking harness that potential and start an Instagram business where you get like two cents <laughs> on every fucking Amazon referral or whatever. Okay. Passive income, it's called. You sit at home, you just let the passive income roll in. Just come into your lap and then you don't know what to do after that because yeah. what do you, you go get you, some you get some bagels or what? What's next? I always get bagels after I come into my lap. <laughs> so look, man, look, we've been chatting for a while here. Is there something we didn't talk Talk about that you wanted to talk about. You're like, hey man, we're going to record today, and Andy keeps sidetracking this thing talking about Mortal Kombat. I like when that. I want to talk about my favorite thing. I'm always making people. They're like, hey, is there more Yate stuff? And I'm like, yeah, yes. That I don't stop. It's it's crack, and I can't stop making stuff. So there'll be a lot. If you're my homies and or if my fans, and you're like, is he still doing that? I'm like, yep, yep. Every fucking day, whatever reason, I can't. I keep doing it. So it's happening. There will be more. You know, I always start the show by playing a song before I go to the interview. And so for this episode, I did play the track Candle, which came out in June. Yes. So if anyone is confused as to whether or not you're making new music after literally just putting out a song. Well, the only reason I say that is because that song was, I made that song in 2020. Like that was the beginning of COVID. But the problem is, (laughs) yeah. Can you believe? No, that was part of a, what do you call that? Comp- it was a compilation and it was like a COVID thing like for the artists like throw a song on we'll, we'll, you know everyone will give everyone a buck or whatever or if someone throws a buck anyway it was a big thing and then I saw that it disappeared but it was at the very bottom of my shit like at the bottom on, on Spotify that no one was even noticing it was there so I fixed it up and made it sound nicer and mastered it again then I'm like oh th- this would be a good time to- I haven't I'm not releasing anything quite yet so might as well just do this so yeah, there it is so that's me you're listening to that's me like four years ago type of person right but then remastered now. You George lucas this thing. Yeah, I did, but I don't think anyone ever really listened to it, so... <laughs> well, they did at the start of this interview. Ah, yeah. No, I meant, like, the first ver- the first version that's been out, that's, that was the very bottom on Spotify. Only a few people have, have listened to it, because no one goes down unless they're really into it. <laughs> that's when you go down. Yeah, you keep saying all these things that are also sexual <laughs> innuendos. You just can't wait. You can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's cool. I, uh... Um... Blow it out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
I just realized that my EQ buttons, when I go all the way to the top, it sounds it sounds like it's from an old video game that sounds like shit. What well, sounded good to Blow me? Blow it out your ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why it's like I'm like a little kid sometimes. There's like certain tricks people can do with me that like just <laughs> make me laugh. Like just like <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Anyway. anyway, so look, man, listen, it's been fun getting to know Alex Chad. Yate, it's all good stuff, man. I mean, like the production of all these things is nice. I like that it's sort of feel good music, you know. It's it's um Yep. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous that I've hosted a show for over ten years that's a music program and I just do not know how to talk about music at all. <laughs> that's the Yate experience. Or is it like down here like that's the Yate <laughs> Can you tell that I'm changing it? Like it actually is. I like I like the first one. The okay. second one just sounds okay. like you're dying. Oh, okay. Well, no, there's this, and then there's this. Or no, that's, yeah. But then there's also this one, but that sounds like I'm in another room. That just sounds like bad microphone. The first one's okay. the best, because it has the effect on it. Do you like Yate? It's, yes, it's all right. <laughs> the Yate experience. Fuck, get out of here. If you're one of those people who just said, I don't know. Maybe that's what you should call it. Maybe that would make you feel better. Experience. Oh, Yate experience. If you call it the Yate experience, because then it implies that there's other aspects, other people. I don't know. It's the Yate experience, man. I actually, I actually thought about that, but it was like, then I'm just like, I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling all too well. Yeah, yeah. That's something I experience every day. It's just like, I thought about it and I was like, ah, I'll just go to sleep. Then it'll be another day and I'll forget the whole thing. It's great. It'll be great. <laughs> well, listen, man. All right. You're a cool guy. You have fun down there in Austin. Yeah. Uh, where it's real hot. Uh, you're drinking lattes. Yep. You got friends. That's nice. You got friends that come yeah, over and go play music with you. That's cool. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. Oh, by the way, I'm really bad at ending shows, just so we're clear. This is my, my weak point is like the goodbye portion. You got to do it all like, all right, good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then some like, <laughs> and that was your day. You just got to say good night, no matter when they listen, whenever they listen. Listen to it. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> and then, and you're like, I'm so sorry for that. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. And then cut. <laughs> but yeah, man, look, we look forward to hearing more Yate in the future. Yeah. We'll play it on the show. Thanks, everybody. And we'll probably record some more silly uh, commercial things. I haven't actually, yep, I haven't done any fake commercials in several months, and so uh, it, you know what it is? Is that the one that I've been working on, um, like the movie trailer one? Yeah, the big one. Since it involved a whole bunch of different voice actors, sometimes I can't move forward on another project until this other it's thing done. is finished. Yeah, I feel that. And since that one was complicated and required lots of different voice actors, it's just been sitting there and I don't have the drive to do the other ones because I'm like, oh, I gotta do that one first though because it's next in line, you know? It's like I can't fathom just kind of going around it and doing something else in the yeah. meantime. Oh man, there, there is something I should, but I have, no one knows that. I don't know exactly when it's gonna when it's coming out, but I, nah, never mind. We'll do it, we'll do it another time. <laughs> I don't know, sorry, you were talking, and then I just started realizing, like, should I talk about this? It's like, I can't, eh, not quite yet. The point is, you got some secret shit on the way, yeah. secret projects, yeah. go work on the <laughs> thing, and have a lovely day. I am saying goodbye now. Yeah, this is it, that's the end. Do you have anything you want to say before I hang up on you? Nah, just, that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thanks. man. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. All right, take care, dude. <laughs> okay, everybody. Goodbye.
And that was my conversation with Yate. I hope you're all having a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun chatting with him. I'm going to try and get the uh, the gang back together here for another Beyond Synth Roundtable. So hopefully we'll get to that next week, but we'll see. And I hope you all have a lovely day and a lovely weekend and week. Hope you're playing all these cool games. Maybe you're already playing Starfield and you're one of those people who are like, Man, this is fucking disappointing. Maybe that's me right now. Who knows? The point is, you're all cool, and if you enjoy the show, don't forget to support it if you want to, and tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Beyond Synth Radio is produced by Andy Last. Check the show notes for more information on the musicians featured on the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by listeners like you. Consider supporting Beyond Synth at patreon.com slash beyondsynth. Thanks for listening.